Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc, and the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. (laughs) (laughs) Happy November, everybody. Um... It's me, Michael Scott. Yeah, I cannot believe you got... Did you down... How did... What did you do? I just found a picture of the office. <laughs> and I just... And I just put it as my I background. see Creed and Stanley back there. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they're working. They're working. I told them to keep it down because we're doing a, a confessional, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're um, doing a talking head here. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to believe that this is our second to last of the year. Oh, this is where I start throwing out those scary facts. Like in two months is 2023, but we're not making any predictions because every time we've done no. that, a, a horrible thing has happened. So no more. But Remember just, that time you said it's the year of sandwiches and then there was a bread shortage. Okay. Like, you just know, stop it. Stop yeah, it. That's fair. Honestly, <laughs> now me just saying there's going to be a 2023 is kind of up in the air. I don't even know. I, I was going <laughs> to say, maybe don't even say that. We it's don't like, want to promise anything. <laughs> meteor comes shooting towards exactly. us. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, hi. Uh, it is a day after Halloween. We just had our Atlanta show last yeah. night, as far as we know. Two nights um, ago. Two nights ago. 
how did it go? Do you think? I think I'm fine. Um, I think I'm great. Your costume was ridiculous. Thank you. Even, <laughs> even though it actually in real time has not even been mailed to me yet, but oh. <laughs> I think it will go pretty smoothly. There's one last piece to it that if I could find some way to get that handled, then I think the the whole ensemble will be complete. But um, until then, we I appreciate in the future you saying that my costume looked great. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, any Thanksgiving plans since this is the... Oh, my God. Thanksgiving. The, the turkey season uh, listeners episode? Gobble, gobble. <laughs> I'm going to Connecticut. Or where are you going? I still think Seattle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to feed everyone. <laughs> I, 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 It's owed at this point. They've been feeding <laughs> me for years, and now they need me to cook, so... They haven't asked me to cook, but I will certainly be offering more help than usual. So Yeah, when Thanksgiving's at my house, I cook, and so it's kind of nice to just travel and be like, I'm just going to show up and eat whatever's there, you know? It's so nice. And all, like, yeah. it really is the perfect situation for me because I, first of all, love the town of Seattle. I think it's just like, it's the one city that I've never lived in that I regret not living in. Really? Mm-hmm. I love, oh. I love Seattle. Um, and... Uh, I have one of my favorite family members lives there. My aunt Andrea, she's truly top of the top Uh, and they know how to cook and they don't expect me to cook. And I just get, and it's a quick fly from LA instead of across the country. So it's just, it's all always worked in my favor and now it's time to pay the piper. I think (laughs) But now you got to make the food, huh? I got it. All of a sudden I got to learn how to make a Turkey. So good luck to me. I good luck to you too. If you're cooking. Yeah, I know you're going to yeah. Connecticut, but if you get thrown in to like make some green bean casserole, you know. I hate green bean casserole. I hate it. Is that your least favorite Thanksgiving staple? It. Yes. What's your favorite and what's your least? Stuffing. Is your and favorite? Is my favorite. Interesting. I don't really like stuffing. I know. I, I Neither does Blaze. I don't get it. You guys are freaks. It falls in the middle of the spectrum. I'll always get a scoop to try it, but then I don't really go back for seconds. Oh, it's the best. I love it. I love it. My but... family does the, uh, the the sandwich of leftovers oh, the next day. Oh, my God. It just knocks me the fuck out. Anyway. Best. <laughs> now I'm hungry. What the hell? Sorry. <laughs> As everyone's driving to work and like hasn't even had breakfast yet. I know. I know. Um, they're like, it's literally weeks away, people. Ah, well, Eva well, has selected some wonderful stories. We have no idea what they are. Um, and she's done the hard part. And now we just read them out loud. Christine has volunteered to go first this time. And yeah, I don't know. I asked Eva if there was an order. and She said no. So I just said, OK, I'll do it. What's the situation with your head? Do you have a little trashy, classy headband on? I do. I um, I just told you this uh, earlier, but Leona has COVID as we record this. Mm-hmm. And so I have not had the time to wash my hair or, you know, look presentable. So uh, trashy, classy headband it is. Nice. I didn't mean to. It wasn't an insult. I just saw a pattern in your hair and I was like, what is the situation? Surprise. I almost wore the lemon one, but I felt like. Uh, of course. Today, today is not the day. You know, not for such a celebratory headband. I understand. <laughs> well, with with your headband, uh, I hope you enjoy reading the first story. And I'm Thank just going to sit so back much. and relax. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. 
Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. All right. So this, oh my God, I already remember. Trucker Tales. Oh my God. You gave me a stupid little heart attack. Sorry. (laughs) You can't joke about that. You have heart issues. (laughs) I know. I need to start changing my words up and be like, mm-hmm. ah, my face exploded or something. Um, oh, oh, God. That's w- wh- so much worse. I don't know. I don't know how to be anything but dramatic. So uh, you did ask for trucker stories. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I think we both did. Uh, so Trucker Tales, a family business is the subject of this. And this is from Brandy. Okay. Hi, Brandy. Hi, I'm Christine. And that's why we drink family. My name is Brandy, she, her, and I grew up in Alaska, which is a great source for all things crime and ghost story related. I was thrilled to hear your request for trucker stories as my grandpa and his brother were both truckers and always had a good spooky tale to tell us growing up. One of my grandpa's favorites was when he was in his 20s and was driving his little pickup truck on a trip. He was making his way over a mountain pass with narrow winding roads and a sheer cliff face when he started to feel tired. There weren't any safe places to pull over and rest until after the pass, so he continued on, flipping the radio station on to try and stay awake. All of a sudden, my grandpa heard his mom shout, Jerry! His eyes snapped open just in time to swerve out of the way of an oncoming oncoming semi-truck and onto the narrow shoulder. He had fallen asleep and had drifted into the oncoming traffic lane. Oh, shit. 
There is no way he would have survived if the truck had hit him. It would have pushed him off the road and over the cliff edge. <gasps> like a movie. Jesus. Jesus. He sat on the side of the road until he was able to continue driving into town, where he immediately called his mom from a payphone. She answered, worried, saying she had had a terrible dream about him. Ooh, I have goose cam. Bye. My grandpa firmly believes that his mom saved his life that day, even though she was over 2,000 miles away. That's so wild. Oh, goose cam. Wow. Here's the second story. My grandpa's brother loves to tell a tale of driving alone one dark winter night. The snow was swirling around on the breeze and the heater was on full blast to keep out the bitter cold when he caught sight of what looked like a woman in a white cotton nightgown standing on the side of the road. Nope. Her long, dark hair was hanging over her face, and she wasn't wearing any outer layers. No jacket, shoes, hat, or gloves. Oh, what? my God. My great uncle, concerned, pulled over and rolled down his window to wave at her to ask if she needed a lift, but the woman had disappeared. He jumped out of his truck and called out, but there was no answer. Looking around, he noticed there were no footprints in the fresh snow where she had just been standing. The temperatures were a freezing negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. What in the world? Holy shit. And worried about this person's safety, he called it into emergency services. When he described the woman, as well as the road and mile marker he was at, the emergency responder said they had had several calls that night about the same woman, but had yet to find her. (gasps) After hanging up, he called out into the night one more time before hopping into his truck and driving off. He doesn't know what he saw that night, but he prays it was a spirit because it was too troubling to imagine a person lost out in those conditions. Yeah. Yeah. But also if it's a spirit, that means that it, she probably died from. I know. Like some, either way. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I love your podcast and it has been really helpful to hear about anxiety, excessive sweating and fun heart concerns. You already got that. Well, you are welcome. (laughs) All things that I experience on a regular basis. Between growing up in Alaska and now living in London, I've got some other spooky tales, but I'll save those for another day. Thanks again, Brandy. Wow. Trucker tales for days. Have you ever had a a thing like that where you you felt like someone in a dream was warning you or uh, shouting at you? In a dream or like where I was awake? I don't know either. Have you ever felt like someone was thinking about you and it ended up like huh changing your the direction of what you were planning to do so have you i don't know i had definitely not uh, as dangerous of a story but i i remember um hearing someone who wasn't in the room scream my name until i woke up and i was about to like be late for something if i didn't wake up in that moment which was like (laughs) such a random (laughs) act of kindness but like like, I don't know about, like, any actual incidents where I've almost died. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. stepped in so loudly. But, um, no, man, I just, I, how that eerie it's to gotta my, be. Um, my grandmother, she was driving with the kids in the back. And, like, back then they weren't in, she had eight kids and there were no seatbelts back there. So they were just all kind of in the back. <laughs> they were just snowy... in a 90 mile an hour bullet. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they were driving on the road in Bavaria in the middle of the night through a snowstorm. And my mom, my I'm sorry, my grandma suddenly heard her dad scream stop in German, obviously, just screaming in her ear, stop. And he had died. And so she slammed on her brakes. And um, when when this car finally stopped, there was one of those like big snow. I don't know oh. what you call it, like a bulldozer thing, <laughs> like uh, a snowplow, snowplow. Yeah, yeah. Um, stopped in the middle of the road that 
they, they were they hadn't been able to like move out of the uh out Holy of the road crap. so it was stuck there so she thinks that it was her her dad saving oh my them. i without being there can confirm yeah. that was her dad that oh my god that's so spooky so that happened and, to them but yeah oh not to gosh. me yet and that always makes me wonder like if they're like in terms of like do we have a purpose here or are mm-hmm. we just like so it's like why do you need me? why now like why why do you need to stop me like what am i still what do i still have yet to accomplish that's right. so important for me that you would step in and like or was oh, it to save like the kids in the back yeah. like was it yeah exactly because i mean obviously people die every day and it's like what is the difference between somebody who gets saved yeah uh, from a car wreck and someone who doesn't that's yeah really very great point very quickly falls into like well we're you know it could get really dark of very like, dark well, yeah did those people not serve a purpose anymore or something but yeah it's very it's, i don't know makes you think for sure well anyway thank you so much for your stories and i'm glad that everyone is safe uh in your stories at least i hope everyone's still safe um and then our neck that was brandy right mm-hmm. so our next uh writer author of the day is uh morgan who uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns <laughs> And the subject is spooky road trips on 95. Ooh. Love a good 95. Did you have, did you have 95 and um, do you have it? Cause you're still over there. I don't know. I think so. Well, no, not in Cincinnati, but I think, is that the one that goes from Florida? Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, what's your, what's your main highway? We have 71 and 75. Oh, 95 was the only highway in Fredericksburg. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. uh, And so my stop is 126 if anyone ever wants to pull over to Fredericksburg. So (laughs) that's uh, adorable. Yeah, I've driven 95 like down in uh, Florida and stuff, but not not up by me. Interesting. Well, uh, I feel close to home with this story. Yeah, maybe this is something you'll experience someday. Yep. All right. Well, (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know what it is. So hopefully not. But (laughs) all right, here it is. Hello, Eva. Thank you for putting Eva first because she definitely (laughs) is the one who reads these stories. Hello, Eva, M, Christine, and all the lovely fur babies. Christine requested trucker road trip stories. And I have been... (laughs) <laughs> and I have been dying for an audience to hear me out about my unexplainable experiences while traveling along 95. Ooh. So let's crack into it. While I was still living in Pennsylvania back in 2019, I thought uh, I took my first road trip down to South Carolina. My boyfriend at the time was moving down to join the family business, and I wanted to check it out before I made the decision to make the move with him. I like that. I like I that you've got a, got a good head on your shoulders. You're like, I'm not moving peek. for a man. I just better, I better have something waiting for me over unless here, too. It's, unless the offer is really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I left after dark because I knew there would be less traffic on the roads, and I wanted to make the 10-hour trip as quickly as possible. To accompany me on this journey, I chose a brand new podcast I've never listened to before called And That's Why We Drink. (gasps) How cute. And now I want to go cry. Everything was going great until I hit 95 South heading into North Carolina. After at about 3.30 a.m., I am startled by a loud bang on the back passenger side of the car. That sounds like that story we all heard about the guy with the hook. No? Is that SpongeBob? (laughs) That's the hash slinging slasher. <laughs> no, and it was a spatula. No, it's the story. A spatula. I'm sorry. The story of like like two people on a date and they like they hear some they like hear on the news in the car at lovers lookout or whatever that like there's a guy on the run and he has a hook for a hand. 
Yo, you've never heard sort of, sort of. But what happens? I I do know it, but I don't remember how they're it goes. like they're like all scared because the ta- the news on the radio right. is saying like, oh, he's he's out and about, and then all of a sudden, uh, oh, and he's like he's he likes to look for teenagers at Lover's Lookout, and so they freak out because they're at Lover's Lookout, and all of a sudden they hear a sound on the back passenger side of the door, and they freak out and they drive home. And when they get out of the car, once they're home, they see a hook hanging on the door handle. Like he'd almost open the door. He's like, you took my hand. I know. Like, now he's really going to come after yeah, you. That's now, expensive. Right. Good luck. That's expensive. Um, okay. So anyway, maybe this is the hash-slinging slasher, actually. We'll see. <laughs> At about 3.30 a.m., I am startled by a loud bang on the back passenger side of the car. I immediately scan the road around me to find not a single car anywhere on the road. My first thought was, oh, shit, maybe I hit a deer or something. (gasps) Then that thought was interrupted by three more consecutive loud bangs on the same spot as the first one. Oh, no. Now my heart's racing and my hands are shaking on the wheel. Did someone latch themselves to my car and now they were trying to get me to stop? I turn all the lights on in my car in an attempt to see anything that would answer the whirlwind of questions buzzing through my head. Mm-hmm. I decided to take the next exit and stop in the first heavily lit parking lot I could find, which happened to be a McDonald's. After the car was in park, I warily opened the door with my hands still shaking and hopped out. I walked around to the passenger side, not sure what I was expecting to find, but there was nothing. Not a mm-hmm. dent, scratch, or mark that indicated my car had been hit by anything at all. I turned on the flashlight on my phone and peeked under the car and again saw nothing. I still have no explanation as to what caused those violent loud bangs on my car that night. Fast forward about a year later and I'm now living in South Carolina. Okay, I like that we made the move. Love to know what, what the growth looked like there. Me too. About twice a year, I would drive back home to Pennsylvania to visit my family and catch up with childhood friends. As always, I left after dark and without a travel buddy. About four hours into my trip, I found myself back on the North Carolina strip of 95 northbound. With no, others car- with no other cars around me in the distance, I see two red circles side by side on the right side of the road, about four feet off the ground. What? I wasn't alarmed at first, and I assumed them to be those reflectors that sit on posts at the end of driveways and such. Mm-hmm. But as I drove closer, the, first si- the fist-sized red circles oh. vanished. And they didn't just disappear in an instant either. Describing the experience the best I can, I literally looked, it literally looked like two eyelids coming down at the same time. The red circles disappearing behind them. I slowed my car down as I got closer to where I saw the red circles, but I saw nothing. I still think about what cryptid was lurking on the side of 95 that night. No one, no one can convince me that it wasn't one. Maybe the Jersey devil, a young Bigfoot, but your guess is as good as mine. (gasps) And it bangs on the on the car. I know. It just all of a sudden makes you really uncomfortable about operating a vehicle. <laughs> wow. Fist size. That's very large. Fist size. Oh, my gosh. That's a massive eyeball. I don't like that one I'm bit. I'm going to throw Mothman in the ringer. I think Mothman. That was my first thought. Red eyes. I mean. I mean, red eyes. That's all you need. That's all you need for me to be convinced. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a very easy believer. So Yeah, yeah. It sounds and oh, I don't know. A Mothman shows up to warn you about impending doom, so kind of spooky. Uh-oh. Good luck. I hope you're doing okay. In <laughs> anyway, South Carolina. good luck with that, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. So the next one I have here is from Jennifer, she her, and it's called Creepy Road Trip Story. 
Hello, Emma and Christine, and all the rest of you spooky lovelies. I know you are looking for trucker stories, and although I am not a trucker, sadly, I did want to share a creepy occurrence that happened to me and my family with taking a family road trip. I was about six years old, and my family and I were making our yearly road trip from Illinois to Florida to visit my grandparents down there. My dad used to like to make that 14-hour drive all in one day. That's such a dad move, isn't it? <laughs> like to just not stop, to just drive 14 hours straight. Can confirm. My stepdad called me a while ago because he was uh, he was obviously bored. Why was I the phone call? But yeah. he, uh, he called me at like 3 a.m. because he was like, I don't know anyone else who'd be awake right now. And he was driving <laughs> to Boston because at like eight o'clock at night he had heard that there was a red sox game and oh he was my like god and he was like i'd like to see that and so he just what? got in a car and just drove through the night to get to boston for the red sox game the next day i was like you're what is going on here you're unhinged <laughs> sir that's a that's a very bold move i was like that's the most father thing i can imagine is but like that, i mean I, that panic though of like getting a call at three in the morning from your parent yeah that's and he scary. was just like i'm fine i was just bored and I went, oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, it's 3 a.m. This is like my peak working productivity I was say, hour. You're so working right now. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to need you to uh, hang up and enjoy your ride. <laughs> yeah, you tell me any cryptids you spot on the way. There'll be a fun game. Right, right. Okay, let's see. My dad liked to make the 14 hour drive all in one day. It was late into the night, so everyone had fallen asleep, including myself parentheses except my dad who was behind the wheel yes i'm glad to, <laughs> glad to get that confirmation <laughs> i don't know why but something woke me up and i decided i would keep my dad company for a little while i had my hands and forearms up on the back of the front seats as i talked to him watching the road ahead of us as we chatted the highway was dark without street lamps on this stretch of road but there was a car ahead of us at around 50 feet occasionally cross traffic would pass us Suddenly, three red glowing lights appeared in front of our car, parallel to the hood, between our car and the car ahead of us, and they kept perfect pace with our car at 55 miles per hour. Two of the lights were large diamond shapes, parentheses, rhombus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding us how bad we are as people. But I like that you put a question mark to just be like, maybe a rhombus. I don't want to, you know... I don't, for you. I don't want you to feel stupid if yeah. it is a rhombus. So. <laughs> Two of the lights were large diamond shapes, rhombus, and the other was a straight bar of light. So all three of them sort of formed a bit of a face shape, two eyes and a mouth. Hmm. My dad and I stopped talking and just quietly stared at these lights hovering in front of us. Finally, I broke the silence and asked my dad, do you see that? And he replied, yes. What do you think it is? And instantly, the lights scrambled around each other and flew off up and to the left, disappearing into the night. My what? dad and I were left stunned, now just staring at the car's bumper ahead of us. Eventually, I sat back in my seat and spent a good hour searching out into the night, looking to see if those lights would appear again. They had happened to be the same color as red brake lights, so my attention snapped to those a lot, excited, thinking I had spotted something before realizing it was only another car. The rest of the trip was uneventful, as was the drive back to return home. We made that road trip again for many years, and I've never seen those lights again or figured out what they were. Oy. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. I've been an avid listener since the beginning, and you inspired me to create my own podcast where I share my ghost stories and experiences as a spirit medium. Check oh, out cool. I Talk to Ghosts sometime for some spooky slash spiritual fun. Thanks again, Jennifer. 
Very Damn. cool. Damn. Uh, do you think it's aliens? What do you think it is? I think it's aliens. It's got to be aliens. It couldn't possibly be anything else, but I definitely think it has to be aliens for sure. I feel like what else could it be, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I really, I, so far I like that we've gotten a cryptid situation. We've gotten yeah. an alien situation. Uh, we've got a ghost, like, talking to you through your dreams situation. I can't believe how much it happens just driving, you know? <laughs> I really thought, I really thought all the truck driver stories were going to be just, like, something on the side of the road. But they all, it's so varied. There's so yeah. much. Wow. There's so many possibilities. It's endless. It's endless. Okay. I like the alien. I think it's aliens. I think it's aliens, too. Let's just, let's confirm. Let's for, just say that that's what it is. Let's shake on it. Yeah. Let's it's, shake. Okay. It's, it's aliens. You know, when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie. Literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, okay, well, we've got another story. This is from another Brandy. Ooh, okay. And uh, there, the subject line is just truck driver story. Just getting to the point, Brandy. I love Thank these you. Brandies who have truck driver stories for days. 
I know. It's like, okay, well, here's one I can just toss at you since there, I have so many. Since I'm full of them. I know. So Brandy is a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Brandy. And the uh, email says, I don't know if this is going to be a listener story, but I heard Em and Christine mention how they wanted to hear some. So here I am. Yay. My name is Brandy and you can use my name. Oh, good. Okay. Because. <laughs> and you may not use my name. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, because let's face it, I'm going to fangirl hearing you say my name. Cool. Oh, she probably thought it was her earlier too. Oh, well, we've now we talked about two brandies. Fake out. Okay. Uh, my husband is a truck driver and so was his father. Wow. Uh, they have some crazy stories from transporting. Sorry. (laughs) They have some crazy stories from transporting illegal drugs. Okay, Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Brandy, 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 Brandy. Listen to me. I know you, I know you want your story right on the show. It's lovely. But but come closer. Listen in. You, (laughs) you can't just throw your poor husband under the bus like that. (laughs) Okay, I thought you were supposed to, like, what happened to, like, what's it, marital privacy? The con- yeah, well, she said she wanted to fangirl hearing her name, so what's she going to do? Knock if her name? If your husband is in the car with you right now listening <gasps> to this, he's giving you such a side he eye being not like, happy you, with you told Missy. them what? <laughs> okay, let's say it again, just for good measure, since Please you wanted do. me to say it so badly, Brandy. Here we go. My husband is a truck driver, and so is his father. They have some crazy stories from transporting illegal drugs from Canada to the U.S. For the, oh, hang on, for the United States government. Oh, what? Okay. Now the government is side-eyeing you, being like, you told them what? Now the government is side-eyeing me. And I'm like, I didn't say it. Brandy said it. <laughs> if all of a sudden this episode uh, gets deleted yep. halfway through the week, you know the government reached out to us. Sorry, Eva had to delete it on behalf of the United States government. <laughs> That's true. We've had to delete episodes in the we past. Have. Because we have, we have confidential uh, information. And just, I'm not saying that, like, you know, we we know the the blind items to everything, but... We certainly have some some interesting factoids we, we have in the have back of our pocket. We have a little secret intel. <laughs> okay. Uh, from transporting drugs for the government to transporting large rockets. That's interesting, but too. But not for the government. For other people. <laughs> <laughs> that one it did not end with for the U.S. government. So... <laughs> One of the many scary stories I have been told is about the ghost girl that happens in the mountains. <gasps> what the fuck? Mm. They, I thought this was, I heard U.S. government rockets and I assumed I this was crime. an alien. Oh, I thought aliens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have both experienced this ghost on both the West and East Coast. Oh, she is just trotting along. Jet setter. <laughs> backpacking. Um as they're going through the tight mountains and really trying to focus on not driving off the sides, they see this woman standing in the middle of the road. Oh, often get it, forget it again, because she's often screaming like she's in pain. <gasps> oh no. They slam on their brakes, trying to stop often almost driving off the side of the road. Oh when, when they get to the point where they think they're going to hit her, she's gone. <gasps> what a fucking mean prank. Yeah. Like, yeah. <sighs> least funny prank of all time. Like, I know you probably only get a few cars driving past you, but you could interact with them in very different ways. Yeah, you're you know? like, I've got a truck full of rockets back here. You be careful standing in the <laughs> middle of the road. Do you know how many illegal drugs are in this car Cocaine right now? Cocaine would just spill off this cliff, lady. <laughs> and the government would have my head for it? <laughs> yeah, Wait a minute. exactly. Yikes. I'm doing this for them. Um, <laughs> also... Uh, I do wonder, though, like, does that mean that that's how this woman died? Maybe she was in the middle of a road. That's 
scary and sad to think about. Let's go. Okay, let's move on then. Okay. Um, often, uh, oh, never mind. Well, maybe. I, let's keep going. When they get to the point where they <laughs> think they're going to hit her, she's gone. But often reappears behind the truck. Oh my so god! Like, you just drove through her, or she goes blink out, blink in. Oh my god! When you go to the next truck stop, they all have stories from other drivers having experienced the same thing. Oh Ugh. shit! There's nothing creepier. But also more relieving than confirmation. The from validation, others. yeah. The only thing is, everyone describes her differently. Sometimes <gasps> she looks like she's Native American. Sometimes she looks white. Sometimes she's been described being in clothing as early as Tudor times. Whoa. And it's like she changes depending on how she's feeling. Both my father-in-law and my husband experiencing the same woman on opposite sides of the country almost six years apart. And to them, she looked like my late grandmother-in-law. Whoa. Or maybe there's just like an, an army of these women spirits all doing this to people. <laughs> all pranking, pranking everybody. Or she's got an infinite like closet of, uh, of costumes and Could she be. just has, she needs everyone to see. Could be. I hope this makes sense. Well, thank you. It did. It also did not. Um, it did thank not you. Also. <laughs> also, also, we really glossed over that the U.S. government. Wa- okay. Anyway. Did we uh, gloss thank- over it? Because I felt like we lingered on it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for keeping me company as I work in records at a local police department. Whoa. Uh, one day I will have to write about some of the crazy stories we have in this small town. Like a oh, murder over KFC chicken. Uh-oh. Or how we found a guy dead in the trunk of his own car on a random <gasps> day. Oh my Ugh. god. And then just ends with a thank you for reading this. Wow. Okay, Brandy. Okay, Brandy. Brandy um, really came in hot. Yeah, for real. I I wow. The ghost uh, it makes me sad cuz it's it seems like she, if she's in pain, everybody sees her in pain. That makes me sad, you know. Yeah, to be you know, even also to be traveling from place to place and people to people and clothing to clothing, like the only constant is that she's screaming in pain. Yeah, that like in eternity for eternity it's just yeah that's awful it makes you wonder if she's like looking for help or if that's how she died or i don't know i would imagine that's how she died like maybe i don't know and then it's it's like is it worse or better if the pain like the screaming wasn't from getting hit by a truck but the realization a truck was about to hit her like i mean oh yeah like which is worse it's just the the last piece of energy she had was the fear oh screaming Oh, God. Yikes, 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 yikes. All right. Well, I have one here. This is from Renata. Are you kidding me? Oh, mom. Mom. Spelled slightly (laughs) differently, but still. Uh, Renata, she, her, and the subject is my uncle's late night truck ride. I'm sorry, but I thought you said Renata, she, fur. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? We do that sometimes on Beach She Sandy, she, her, she, fur pronouns. I love it. She, her, she, her. Thank you. Somebody yelled at us about it, so we had to stop. We uh, said it was offensive, but okay. Well, maybe to them, but not to me. So okay, I'm glad it's not to you. At least the joke, the joke can sit well here. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So this says hello, Eva, Christine, M. The creepiest way to say is fur slash skin babies. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a way to be remembered. You did Oof. it. And lemon. 
First off, I love your show. You guys always make me laugh with your personal stories. This podcast has got me through a lot of boring closing shifts and long road trips, so thank you. I've been wanting to submit this story for a while, but I was always too nervous until Christine mentioned the truck driver topic, and I saw it as a sign. Mm. I love that like things I say can be seen by people as a sign. It makes me <laughs> feel so important, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so she says, here it goes. When I was young, my uncle used to be a late night truck driver for a big retail company in Mexico. One day during a family gathering, he told us about his scariest night. It was late sometime past 12 a.m. He and his coworker were driving down a highway in the mountains. As they drove, the engine started to act up until the truck completely stopped in the middle of the road. My uncle decided to step out and inspect the hood. It was extremely dark as the trees overhead almost covered the moonlight completely, so their main source of light was from the truck. After a minute or so, my uncle noticed a dark figure slowly walking in his direction. My uncle was confused because there were no houses in the area and they were miles away from any town. He decided to call out to the figure to see if they needed help. The figure remained quiet as it kept getting closer. At this point, my uncle and his coworker were getting a bit spooked by the silent figure. Sure. As it got closer, the truck lights were able to light up the figure. All my uncle was able to see was a man in completely dark clothes. He had a hood covering most of his face, but my uncle caught a glance at one side, which was completely scarred as if burned from a fire. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. My uncle didn't dare speak to the figure again. He and his coworker just watched the man pass and disappear into the darkness. At that oh point, the coworker tried to turn the truck on, and to their surprise, it worked. <gasps> my uncle hopped back into the driver's seat, and they drove away. To this day, whenever my uncle recalls the story, he still gets unnerved. It was one of the scariest nights he'd ever experienced. Oh, my God. Anyway, thank you for taking the time to read the story, even if not on the podcast. I'm still glad I decided to finally share it with y'all. Much love from a Leo listener. Had to put it out there. I <laughs> wish you all the absolute best, and I hope to one day see you at a live show. Wow. I, you know, I feel like there's a lot of areas like i feel like every, uh, not every small town maybe but a lot of small towns have this thing of like if you go on a certain road mm. at a certain time it you know it, your car will stop working or if even you manually turn your car off all of a sudden it won't be able to turn back yep. on until like a shadow comes up after like you. the electronics will shut off or whatever mm -hmm. yeah i know bunny man bridge which i covered yeah. uh, i feel they, like it's uh, a lot of bridges it's a lot of bridges. It's a lot of things next to barns. It's like, and also, you know, what's weird is usually over bridges, a lot of times it's over water. So I wonder mm. if there's something with that. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stories like that of, you know, your car will stop in the middle of the night and there will be nothing you can do until they decide you're not sure. Yeah, until it's, yeah. I wonder if with this man walking past, if it was like the car was stopped so that you saw him. Yeah, you maybe. know, like he wanted to be seen, and then once you saw him, Aww. it was like you can go back and, and drive away. I uh, fingers crossed then that like he got what he needed to, and also yeah. crossed over, and that was the last time that ever happened for anyone. So I know, I know, and the thought that there was no towns or houses nearby. This was it's just like in the middle of nowhere. Ooh, always a secluded bridge, always Terrifying. a secluded road. It's uh, I, why doesn't this just happen on? Well, maybe I don't maybe want it to happen it on a busy bridge either because then <laughs> the my car, car just stops and a man wanders into the road. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your story. Uh, the next one is from Amber, who's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is the ghost of my trucker uncle saved my life. <gasps> oh I, love my. When, I love when ghosts save lives. Like it's Me too. Like, they 
oh man, but we could really get into a, a tangent on that, on why and what it all means. Okay. But here's Amber's story. Who calls us spooky lemons, by the way? Yeah, I love it. Hello, spooky lemons. <laughs> as soon as I heard your call for trucker stories, I was immediately covered in goosebumps, aka goose cam, uh, because I'm at 1000% convinced that a few months ago, the ghost of my uncle saved <gasps> my life. So long story short, my father owns a construction company and my uncle Tom was his right hand man and one mm. of the dump truck drivers. 20 years ago, my uncle was killed on the job when they oh. were clearing when they were clearing ground to build a house and he was standing clear of trees falling and ironically a dead tree behind him fell over <gasps> um, probably from the ground shaking from the bulldozer. That's so sad. And it crushed his neck. Oh my God. Jeez. That's rough. Oh my God. Uh, I was six years old at the time and <gasps> happened to be playing with my brother only 300 feet away. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I hope your therapist and you get along very well because oh. that sounds like intense trauma. I'm so sorry. We actually had um, a similar construction thing. My uncle's dad, that's the same thing happened to him. And my in a, a tree? A tree. It was oh. a whole construction problem. It was a, a bulldozer and a tree and he fell and he got crushed. It was. Oh, my God. So I've heard I've heard similar <sighs> fears be being awoken after yeah. something like that so i hope you're doing all right uh also I, I hope you've unpacked it and you feel healthy and safe and wonderful and warm so whoa <laughs> very very sorry about that for yeah. you thankfully i was spared the gruesome sight but i can still clearly remember being there when it occurred oh, oh i'm so sorry Fast forward to this past March, and I was staying over at a friend's house because we got dumped on with a ton of snow, and I was sleeping on the recliner in the living room, smack up against the front wall of the house. That night, I felt that there was a presence in the room with me, but it made me feel calm, Aww. And which we've talked about before, that if something really yeah. wants to just be nice, it can manipulate the energy. Yeah, yeah. I was sleeping on the recliner. Oh, and... uh. And something made me feel calm. As I was fading in and out of sleep, I could see and sense a man standing in the corner of the room sort of looming over me. Like I said, I was not scared at all and somehow managed to fall into a very deep sleep until a car came crashing through <gasps> the front porch. What? Totally ripping the front of the house off. What? Oh, wow. That is so fucking crazy. The fuck? I absolutely screamed my head off because it felt like a bomb went off above my head. Duh. Yeah. I, of course. When we went outside to see what exactly had happened, we found tire tracks that were making a straight line to where I had been sleeping in on the other side of the wall. <gasps> this was also where the presence of a man was standing. <gasps> Ooh, somehow at the last second, the person who was driving turned the wheel, avoiding the house. I kid you not, the tire tracks were only two feet away from my head on the other side of the wall. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. So basically they were coming straight for you and then right where like the spot where you saw swerved. the man. Yep. Wow. That is crazy. Your uncle, your, your uncle was probably like, this girl has enough trauma. Like, yeah. I, was like, yeah. like, I like had to see me die. And now like, I'm just going to make sure that like no more trauma has to happen for this per poor oh. person. But that's so cool. Like just, I mean, scary and horrible also, but so cool that at least you got a sense that he maybe knew it was coming and was, it was watching over you yeah or... it's fascinating that you like you had sensed the presence before like as you fell yeah. asleep and he was like you go to sleep i'll take care of it yeah like the, to have that overwhelming sense of calm when something so 
insane was about to happen. Yeah. It's almost like he was saying, like, you can be calm because you don't have this. anything to worry about. Oh, Aww. my God. That's so lovely. Wow. That's so sing. I've for sure goose cam right Same. now. After all that happened, I knew it was the presence that had been protecting me from the drunk driver that was going over 80 miles an hour. Jesus Christ. At least that's how fast the police estimated. I was totally stumped on who it could be, and I had and I had asked the higher powers for a sign of who it might be. I currently work for my dad's company and was going through old an old filing cabinet when I stumbled upon the OSHA accident report from when my uncle was killed. Oh my god! I was immediately overcome with tears because the accident happened the day before the the twentieth year anniversary of his death. Oh and shit! It, and if you're sleeping, it was probably midnight. It probably hit his twentieth anniversary. On the day. I had no clue that it was the anniversary, but I knew immediately that it was my uncle Tom that had been with me. I've got like, (gasps) like insane goose camp. That's wild. Wow. I believe everyone has a spirit guide watching out for them. And I truly think my uncle is uh, one of mine. After this whole incident, I went to the graveyard to thank him and spend time with him only to realize that his birthday is only three days after mine. And that it was also my original due date. Oh, this is very heart wrenching. Um, this I, I have to keep it together. This was a, another thing that was a total surprise to me and something that connects us. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. I saw your live show in Pittsburgh uh, this past March, which was two days after the anniversary of his death. What <gasps> is going on? You two are truly amazing and make such a difference in the lives of your fans. Thank you for being awesome. Can't wait to see your next live show. Yours truly, Amber. P.S. If you ever decide to make personal connections to the mafia as a theme, (laughs) I have a great tale for you about my family's connection with the mob and how my great aunt was killed by her husband who happened who happened to be the head in our area. Oh, my God. Jesus, Amber, go home and take a nap and also... Call that therapist we talked about earlier. Yeah, remember that therapist we talked about? <laughs> wow, all the way from the beginning to the end, that was like, it felt weirdly personal for me. It was so a weird. A roller coaster, man. That was a crazy one. I, I do hope you're doing okay. It sounds like you've been through it, girl. Through the I, ringer. I really hope you're okay. Um, But wow. <sighs> and also for there to be so many connections to your uncle, that, that always blows my mind because when I think of like... Some people say guardian angels or, you know, just someone looking out for you up there. Um, Whatever it is, I always wonder, does that have to, do they have to be assigned to you after you've died? Like, like, do they, like, do they have to die before you're born to be assigned to you? Or can you have lived life with them and then they pass on and they get like added to the ranks? I mean, I've heard definitely people who knew of somebody that had passed and then felt like they came back to, to be with them. I wonder if they're just like like the new employee up there or like cuz someone else had to be watching you before they got well, there I sure right hope so, so so it's like how many is is does the limit not exist on how many you can have or like like I've always wanted to know the logistics of that which I never will obviously the logistics but... I don't know if there are but yeah I agree cuz like you wonder oh does like if if your uncle helps watch out for you is there anyone else he also watches out for or is it like just you one on one you know what I mean yeah yeah, I have no, like, do people take shifts? Like, was right. he just a, really like doing a good job at work that day? You know, <laughs> or like, was it, or is there just a whole little squad of people that are That's just like, okay, I got him. That's so wild. Wow. Talk about a good story, Amber. Yeah, I love that very much. Um, thank you for sharing. And I'm glad you're okay. That has to be one of the scariest ways to wake up mm-hmm. a car plowing into the house that you're sleeping in. To be this far away from, like, the wall Forbid. of your head? Like, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. 
Also, Oof. don't drink and drive, folks. Uh, yeah, great PSA. That's stupid. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, this is, we have a bonus story here. And uh, this is from Sarah, she, her. And the subject is haunted ice cream truck. <laughs> See ya. This is Sign for M. Hello, Eva, and whoever else may read this. <laughs> Good call. Okay, Sarah says, I'm not a trucker, but I do have a story involving the most relevant type of truck to the podcast, an ice cream <laughs> truck. Thank you for knowing me. <laughs> when I was 14 or 15, my parents went out for the night and I was home alone. Around 11 p.m., I was upstairs in my room when I heard the familiar tune of the ice cream truck that occasionally drove through my neighborhood. I thought it was odd for it to come by at this time of night. Um, just a reminder, we're at 11 p.m., she said. Okay. But shrugged it off at first. The truck's song grew louder as it got closer to my house until it was so loud it filled the entire room and I put my hands over my ears. Oh. My bedroom window faced the street and I finally decided to peer through the blinds. I figured the truck must have been directly in front of my house to be so loud. But there was nothing there. The street was empty and there were no other roads behind my house. My city has light pollution ordinances, so there were no streetlights, and the housing development was brand new with no trees or bushes that would block my view of the street. The road in front of my house was straight, and the music wouldn't have been so loud if the truck had driven past and turned into the cul-de-sac across the way. The song maintained its deafening volume for a few more seconds and finally began to fade. I kept looking out my window, expecting to at least see headlights, but the street remained dark and still until the music was gone. Ooh. I spent the rest of the night downstairs on the couch under a blanket until my parents came home and it never happened again. Stay oh, spooky, God. Sarah. Of all Woo! things, too, like I know we talk about this a lot, but like when things are so innocent and then they happen mm -hmm. out of context, it makes them so much scarier and more sinister. Like it's like the ice cream music, the tingle, tinkling like bells. It's like the black eyed kids of a situation. It's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's like, hang on, something is not right. Something feels off in me. It should about be a this. happy occasion to hear the ice cream truck, and now it's just so sinister. Yeah, uh, well, it, and no, you totally just nailed it with like things that are innocent or childlike or whimsical, too. Yeah, like, like ghost kids are the scariest, and like nursery rhymes become so scary. Or, yeah, yeah, like hearing a giggling next to your bed is like <sighs> somehow Goodbye. creepier than anything else I can think of. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, That's and now. so weird. I wonder if every time you hear like ice cream song music it's not like, the ice cream truck <laughs> although i will say did you know that the ice cream truck have have i told you the update on ice cream truck politics with their music okay <laughs> no. okay so this happened during i think it was two years ago i think it was during covid um good humor they uh -huh. decide i don't want to fuck this up but um ice cream truck music they have redone their ice cream truck song because the usual um ice cream truck music that you usually hear is actually has incredibly racist ties okay and the song that people usually hear when an ice cream truck is going by is from minstrel shows oh dear and so uh when did this happen i think this was like around like tw it had to have been uh it's 2020 
So I, I think it was wow. during Black Lives. I think it was during Black Lives Matter that people were starting to unpack a lot of stuff and look into the history of their own corporations. Finally, and, <laughs> yeah. And good humor was like, oh fuck, we ha- like didn't even click for us that like this ice cream song is like super <sighs> racist. And so they ended up teaming up with a rapper, and they came out with a new good humor ice cream truck no. song. Um, I'm gonna send it to you in Geo's trio the link to the new song and if we can if we can play a little sample of it that'd be cool i don't know what copyright situations are but if we could if you if we can't everyone just go look up good humor and rza collab and it's the new ice cream truck jingle collab oh so that's the original at the beginning of this video Mm -hmm. so that's the one we don't like that's the one you don't like but then they play the new the new one just watching Christine. Are you having fun? I'm having the best time. Sorry. <laughs> just so you folks know, I was just like bopping over here. Um, wow, that is wild. I had no idea. Um, uh, so I, by the way, sorry for that complete tangent. But fun, tri- fun fact about ice cream trucks. And since people think, fact. since people think I'm like the lead on on ice cream. Yeah, in terms no, of I'm podcasts. so happy you told us that. I, I had no idea. Apparently Chicago or Chicago. Apparently good humor's from uh, Ohio. Oh, fun! Hey, hey, hey! Well, shout out. They are trying to unpack their uh, their well, racism. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm glad that they. Um, I love that it's called a collab. Like, I know. <laughs> well, they wanted to reach out to someone, I think, that, like, you know, was probably more fit and well-deserving yeah, of getting a, a chance to redo it. So Absolutely. That's so kick-ass. I'm so happy to hear that. So what I'm saying to you, uh, dear uh, dear writer Sarah, is if you need a new ice cream song to listen to that doesn't give you the chills, there's actually one that is incredibly less racist Wait, you can now point. enjoy great so, point we don't even need, we don't even want to listen to the old one anymore so yeah you you had a great additional reason sarah to not want to listen to it but really none of us should anyway wow um, yeah so you have just given us all a reason to make sure good humor is following through and still using that music in their trucks wait hang on it was rza aka from wu-tang clan who did this song god see i don't know anything about about rap world so all i saw was rza and just ran with it yeah, that's so badass. That's so cool. Um, oh, RZA was also a founding member of the horrorcore group Gravediggers. Okay, so um, RZA sounds like a very interesting person. <laughs> like, what a, what a range, though. Like, from <laughs> Gravediggers to, like, Ice Cream Truck Jingle. I mean, wow, like, hitting every spot. Oh, well, anyway, uh, I think that was it. Was that our last, that was our last story? Yeah, I hope that song blasts through all your bedrooms tonight, but in the best way, not in a scary, haunted, ghosty way. Yeah. Um, and thanks, everyone, for sharing your trucker stories. I'm trying to think of what to request. I feel like it's December. We need to request something like um, holiday or or wintry. I'm trying to think. Oh. Um, hmm. What Travel? A- Travel's good. I'm yeah, trying to traveling think of something for the broad. holidays. Or tra- yeah, I like that. 
ending up back in your childhood room yes, and some bullshit's happening like that like visiting old places like family homes yeah and revisiting things. old times yeah yeah, yeah yeah eva's just like fucking pulling her hair out right now like what are you even talking about <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> just childhood childhood uh hometown locations or something like Ooh, that like like tra- yeah traveling actually that's a good one too just hometown locations because people might have moved away but i've got a lot to say about fredericksburg so yeah yeah no i know and you so do. <laughs> <laughs> all right travel childhood hometown really the whole gamut holiday anything figure it out you know what i mean yeah 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 (laughs) boy well thank you everyone for listening we've only got one more listeners episode for the year and hard to believe that's so bananas and when this comes out by the way i want i want to give us a personal shout out but when this uh by the time the next listeners episode comes out we will be done with our here for the booze tour and it's (gasps) We're only actually right now, as you're hearing this, we're only a few days away from it. And it's just, that it's, is wild. It's really I, it, much more of an emotional journey than I was prepared for, but it's really hitting me that it's just like, what, I the know. end of an era. So it feels like it. Oh, well, thank you everyone for listening. We're excited to uh, tell you more stories in December and then boogie on out of 2022. Yeah, let's boogie on out, boogie onward, onward and upward. And that's why we drink.